I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Manuel da Costa. He is a veterinarian and associate director for outcomes research at Zoetis. Glad you could join us today. Glad to be here, Joe. Now, as the industry moves toward raising birds without antibiotics, um, they're seeing more issues with necrotic enteritis because they're not using an antibiotic. You've done some research showing that necrotic enteritis can also be related to salmonella, and that's another big industry concern. Could you talk about that? Indeed, Joe. Um, as you mentioned, raising birds without antibiotics brings along some issues related specifically with, uh, with gut health disease. Uh, necrotic enteritis is a prevalent disease in the industry and um, our goal in some of the research that we've run in this past year was to understand how the necrotic enteritis uh, severity could affect the recovery of salmonella uh, at the plant or in the birds at the farm. We decided to do so uh, because there were some evidences in the literature that pointed out that um, that the, a correlation was there. Uh, Dr. S um, Russell at Georgia back in 2005 uh, published a paper where he suggested that uh, when we had um, feed withdrawal with antibiotics, uh, you would start to detect more birds with disease at the plant and that would bring um, increased salmonella to, to the plant. Now, and, and we all know that Steve Davis uh, at Colorado Quality Research is one of the experts of necrotic enteritis. I understand that you did some work with him to take a closer look at this. Indeed. So uh, we kind of took a stepwise approach uh, when we addressed this problem. Um, so our first goal was to understand is the correlation there. And as you mentioned, we work uh, close with CQR with um, Steve Davis. And uh, our first objective was to understand the time of exposure to salmonella and um, necrotic enteritis episode um, interaction, if, if we could have any, uh, any higher recovery at the plant. So we had birds fed uh, controlled diets that had no feed additive, and we had birds fed BMD, which is kind of the standard uh, to control uh, gram-positive and, and clostridium. And uh, our challenge was at 18 days, is uh, the typical CQR methodology for, uh, for necrotic enteritis. And uh, we exposed birds at salmonella at four days, 18 days, and 21 days. And uh, what we observed was that um, overall, uh, when BMD was not present, we detected more salmonella in our samples. Um, but uh, what was interesting was to observe that when the challenge was uh, done at the same day, the salmonella and the clostridium at 18 days, that's when we actually got a boom of salmonella uh, showing up in our samples. So uh, that trial kind of concluded that, uh, you know, when you have enteric disease, uh, more severe enteric disease, your likelihood of detecting salmonella is going to increase. So we took on that and we carry on for further research. So moving forward, what, is this, what does this tell us? Because the um, poultry industry is so concerned about salmonella right now. USDA has raised the bar for standards. We've got category one, two, and three. Um, is this another tool that companies should be looking at for uh, trying to lower the incidence of salmonella? So. We understand if a company goes antibiotic-free, uh, the likelihood of using BMD to reduce salmonella, right. it's, it's um, 
we don't think is going to happen. So we decided to carry on with our research and run to other trials where we explore other gut health uh, strategies um, where our goal was to try to evaluate if we could mitigate the absence of BMD in the diet uh, and again under a necrotic enteritis uh, episode if we could uh, reduce the salmonella. But to be clear, I mean I know that salmonella is not on the BMD label so what we're doing is we're reducing the incidence of necrotic enteritis which is on the BMD label and then as exactly. such there is a lower incidence of salmonella. You're 100% correct. BMD shouldn't have an effect on, on salmonella at all. BMD targets gram-positive, salmonella gram-negative. So what we believe is that um, the gut microflora, uh, we just were just at the Necrotic Enteritis Forum and uh, in the Enteric Symposium, and a lot of the topic of the talks addressed how fluctuations in the microbiota can um, affect how salmonella invades the, the host. So what, uh, what what is happening when you control the necrotic enteritis, um, you're just controlling Clostridium and therefore Salmonella doesn't have an opportunity to, to proliferate. So your Salmonella control is an indirect effect of keeping the, the gut health uh, in good condition. If you're going to keep necrotic enteritis out of there, you also have to keep coccidiosis under control. What have you learned more about managing coccidiosis in flocks that are raised without antibiotics? Coccidia is the number one factor for, uh, for necrotic enteritis, so you really need to put efforts on, on controlling coccidiosis on your uh, NAE flocks. You have various strategies that you can adopt uh, as a, a poultry producer. You can use vaccine, you can use non-anophore uh, anticoccidial, um, or you can use a combination of both and, um, and do what we call a bio-shuttle. There's also several um, products, nutraceuticals, uh, prebiotics, probiotics that uh, can be used. So you kind of need to, to have a multifactorial approach to, to the gut health pro, pro problem. Uh, you should put a main, your main focus should be controlling coccidia as a way of uh, avoiding the necrotic enteritis episodes because that's definitely the number one factor for, for any. And, uh, and that was kind of our goal with, uh, with the second and third trial that we run uh, after this one. So it's a real domino effect, isn't it? You've got coccidiosis and necrotic enteritis, and now we're looking at salmonella. Mm -hmm. Got to keep a close eye on this one. Yeah. So, Manuel, there was more to the research that you described earlier. There was also a second and third part of the trial. Could you tell us about those? Yeah, so based on our first results, uh, we did see the correlation of uh, necrotic enteritis and salmonella. So our goal was uh, how can we address this to help uh, a company that is not, a, not using antibiotics to, um, to solve this, uh, this problem. So we conducted two studies where we tested, uh, again, BMD. We used the challenge at, of salmonella and necrotic enteritis in the same day at 18 days. And uh, we fed birds with uh, a probiotic, was, uh, according to a marketing survey, was the number one in the market. Um, we fed zoaline uh, to address a coccidia uh, issue. Um, and uh, we also inserted a uh, direct treatment for um, salmonella. So we vaccinated one of our groups with a live salmonella vaccine to see if we could have a reduction on the salmonella incidence at the end. 
even when the Kratik Enterprises was present. So what did you find? It was very interesting. Um, overall, um, the, we didn't have a statistical difference uh, when we looked at the feed additives. We did have a numerical difference uh, on the prevalence and load of salmonella on um, when we used BMD and also zoaline. Probiotic came as, um, as a third one, but it didn't seem to help much. Uh, it probably couldn't hold against an, uh, the necrotic enteritis uh, severity. And on the zoaline side, uh, it, we think that sparing the birds to the, the coccidia challenge that we put together with the, with the clostridium um, a few days um, before the clostridium could help on that salmonella. But what was really interesting was to observe that uh, when we had the vaccine presence, present, we could reduce the prevalence and the salmonella load um, in, in the samples that we took. So uh, it was fascinating for us to see that uh, even when you have uh, a severe uh, enteric challenge, the vaccine was still able to do uh, the vaccine job and keep the, the numbers of, of salmonella down in, uh, in our trial. So the takeaway messages for the industry? Control your gut health. That should be, um, if, you're, if you're looking to control salmonella, biosecurity is the number one with, uh, with the gut health management. Uh, if you start to have gut health man uh, management issues, you're probably going to increase your likelihood of, um, of uh, detecting salmonella at the plant. If you have an issue with salmonella, maybe you should consider to use a, a live salmonella vaccine to, to help you reducing the, the load from the inside out, I would say. We've been talking to Manuel da Costa. He is a veterinarian and associate director for Outcomes Research at Zoetis. Manuel, thanks again for telling us about your latest trials. Thank you, Joe.